0: What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hans Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. This is the Carlin vs. Joe podcast on ESPN Radio.
1: Bill Belichick in New England is going to continue to be a story throughout the course of the season. It's going to heat up again next week when Mike Vrabel's in town to get into the Patriots Hall of Fame. And it is is what looks like a sad ending in New England to... What has been an incredibly historic run for New England? It is Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Series 6M, Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. 888 say ESPN, 888 729 3776. Should the Patriots move on from Bill Belichick after this season? We put that question out there for you. Lines are open for you to answer. Joe, earlier in the show, we had Peter King on, of course, a football morning in America and NBC Sports and posed that very question. What happens at the end of the year with Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft? Would they actually part ways?
2: The problem is I don't think anybody knows because Robert Kraft doesn't exactly open up to people, to other owners, you know, to other people around the league and say, here's what I'm thinking of. I think he talks to his son, Jonathan, and I don't know that he talks to many other people at all about what his plans are. But, Joe, I do believe that Robert Kraft, although he is very, very, uh, will always feel indebted to Bill Belichick, I don't think that he feels like uh, Bill Belichick's got a job for life. If this year is a debacle, I I won't be surprised if he considers making a change.
1: And... It really comes down to how that change will all go down. Will it be clean? Will it be ugly? And will Bill want to go and coach somewhere else at that point? And then there's the part of, all right, if you're going to move on from Belichick, who exactly is it going to be? Where is the best chance for Kraft to replace Belichick with somebody that can get the job done? And we asked Peter about the Mike Vrabel discussion that we have had.
2: That's a very interesting candidate. I mean, if he were on the street, I bet Robert Kraft would want him yesterday uh, if he decides to make a change. But the problem is, if you are the Tennessee Titans and you look and see in recent years or in recent several years, I mean, coaches that are under contract to a team in essence, are worth a lot now. I mean, you look what happened with Sean Payton now. Is Robert Kraft willing to pay a one to the Tennessee Titans? And are the Tennessee Titans willing to allow Mike Vrabel to walk?
1: Let me ask you that question first, Joe. If you approach the Tennessee Titans and say, how about a first-round pick for Mike Vrabel in 2025 – Would you do it if you were Tennessee? Is that enough? And is it worth it for the Patriots to do it?
3: Well, you're going to try to extract more, obviously. But what else can you do if Vrabel doesn't want to be there? Like, if if Vrabel comes to you and tells you, I want out, okay, you can try to play hardball with everybody, but you're going to want to get something rather than nothing, right? Because after he's done with his contract, he's going to leave. And if he's coaching and he's disgruntled, who knows if you're going to get the best version of Mike Vrabel anyway? So once you find out he's on his way out the door, there's no sense in prolonging it. There's no sense in fighting it. Maybe you can sweeten the deal and say, look, we'd love to keep you here. How much more money is it going to take? And maybe Vrabel decides he loves being in Nashville and he takes more money. I think a first-round pick would get it done. If he's going to leave anyway, take the first. It's going to be a good pick because the Patriots aren't very good, and you can use it towards your rebuild. For the Patriots, you better be damn sure Vrabel's your guy because you got a long way to go before you're back to competing. You do not have a quarterback. If the Chargers make a change this offseason with Brandon Staley, they got a quarterback. they got an offense. They're somewhat appealing. There are franchises that can move on, with their head coach and be in decent shape, and then there are others that are rebuilt. New England's going to be a rebuild. To give up a first-round pick for a head coach and a rebuild, you better be damn sure that guy is the guy because you can't afford to lose those assets. Those assets are extremely valuable at this point in time. Well, I would think that he
1: absolutely would think that Vrabel is the guy because there is a track record here of Vrabel being able to accomplish a, a decent amount with not a whole lot to work with. I mean that to me really speaks volumes about Mike Vrabel. And in New England, he's going to get everything he needs to go and win. Right? He's gonna he's get anything that Bob Kraft needs, considering how badly he wants to win again, he's gonna get it. I don't think there's anything that's gonna hold him back like it would in Tennessee. You know, it's it's not necessarily about being cheap or anything like that. It's picking players that they wanted to pay. And when you see Mike Vrabel walk out of the room thoroughly aggravated when they traded away A.J. Brown to get a first-round pick, Traylon Burks, by the way, the last time I checked, has not been amazing by any stretch for uh, the Tennessee Titans. He was the first-round pick that they got. So why would you possibly not want to go, if you're Vrabel, with more resources at your hands in Foxborough and a place where you know what the layout's going to be and you know what the ownership is going to be?
3: Yeah, you can completely understand it. Um, I'm still torn on the idea of, and Vrabel makes a ton of sense, if you are looking for a guy, like a lot of colleges do, who understands your culture, understands the way you do business, is likable and palatable to the fan base. Like, you'll see that with, I don't know, for example, Michigan. Michigan's going to want to hire someone who has ties to the program. So often, these coaching searches in college football are so limited because they want to bring in a guy who has ties to the program, who understands the program, who understands recruiting, the landscape, all that. I get it. I don't know if you'd want to choke off your field like that and limit it to just guys who have some sort of tie to it. I mean, part of me thinks if New England's going to move on from Belichick, reboot the whole damn thing, bring in a complete outsider, bring in a young guy, a potential up and comer, someone who understands offense, give him the arsenal he needs to go out there and hit the ground running. The Patriots are scheduled to have the third most salary cap space in the offseason As of right now, 42 guys under contract, somewhere north of 60 million in cap space. If you have a high draft pick and can bring in a rookie quarterback and you use that money on a free agent wide receiver, whether it's Mike Evans, Calvin Ridley, somebody else, you can build that offense up and you can at least go out there and start scoring points during this rebuild because there's nothing worse than a rebuild that features no offense. You think the Jets want to watch this? Jets fans want to watch this offense every week? Nobody wants to watch these teams that are scoring 13 points a game. There's no hope there. You have to be able to score in this league. Go out and lose 31-28. At least people can get behind that. The one thing you cannot do
1: is if they're asking for this year's first-round pick, you can't do that. Because you're going to have to draft a quarterback, and the Patriots are going to be in a position to do that. I, I
3: honestly believe they're going to be a top-five pick this year. They're going to be close. Look at the schedule. You lose to the Raiders this week, and you're a three-point dog in Las Vegas. On deck, you have a home game with the Bills and a road game with the Dolphins. You are 1-7 in seven going into the Commanders in early November. You're 1-7. in seven.
2: Mm.
1: I mean, you're just, there's no coming back from that, and you just have to be realistic about where everything is headed at that point. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts, and they'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Stop by today or learn more at OReillyAuto.com. Greeny was talking about this earlier. We played some of our conversation from it yesterday on his radio show, and here he is on who he thinks is going to replace Bill Belichick.
4: What I have heard from 20 different people is that Gerard Mayo is going to be their next coach. He has been on their coaching staff for a while. He is currently their linebackers coach. He was a great player for the Patriots, and everyone thinks he's going to be the next coach there. Now, that might change if Rabel was available. Rabel at this moment is not available. If Bill is out, could you see Kraft calling up the Titans and saying, could we make some sort of an arrangement? I, I could see that. Again, I'm only telling you what I've heard is that Mayo is the guy everyone expects to be the next coach.
1: Well, he is a guy whose name has come up quite a bit. I just have to ask this question, though, Joe. Do you really want to bring, like, if you look at, um, if you look at Vrabel here, he's not a Belichick disciple by any stretch. He played for him, but he's not like on the coaching tree. Do you want somebody like that who's going to be on the coaching tree, so to speak, of Bill Belichick taking over right away? who hasn't done it before and you're trying to win right now. I don't know about that.
3: You need to be so familiar with Gerard Mayo and know inside and out whether or not he's going to try to be Belichick or try to be his own guy. The problem that you hear so often from the, the Belichick coaching tree is that they try to be Belichick without having done the winning and it doesn't land in the locker room. And if Mayo is going to do that, I don't know. But if you know him, he's been in your building. You should have very intimate knowledge as to who he is, how he would lead, how he goes about his business day-to-day. If you believe he's going to be his own man and carve out his own path, not try to be Belichick 2.0, then there's something there, in my opinion. Carla versus Joe, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes
1: bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive. Speaking of New England, one of the greatest athletes in Boston history joins us next on ESPN radio and the ESPN app.
0: This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN radio.
2: Passion
1: drive and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply
0: this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple
3: some more near the wall gone just to the left of the 401 marker a towering over to center field and Bryce Harper has done it again
4: was there any motivation anytime anybody says something right that's what it's all about you enjoy staring them down yeah I mean I stared right at them yeah. oh
1: is this dancing by myself we're bringing that back this year
3: they've been playing it in the stadium after all the wins Hey, not this keep, version. You're I don't know keep, what this version is. You're going to keep the same anthem, or are you going to look for a new anthem every year? Look, it's up to the players. It's not up to the fans. It's not up to us. It's up to the players. Whatever the players want to do, I'm on board with. That's what I want. I want them comfortable. I want them happy. I want them loose. I want them locked in.
1: Yeah, that was a, that was a less... Passive, more aggressive way of telling me, shut up, fatty. This is not for you to have a take on.
3: Yeah, this is for you to just get out of the way, all right? The Phillies yeah. are doing what the Phillies do. They don't need your commentary getting in the works. They got the Braves there. They got to finish this thing off today. Strider, put him out of his misery. Let's go. It's the Diamondbacks, and I'd love to see that matchup because it's just south of me to get to Phoenix. I could go down there and maybe catch a couple of those LCS games.
1: I'll tell you what. I don't want to jinx it, but we could have a real problem on this show. We Texas could Texas Philly, t- Texas Philly World Series.
3: I don't see that as a problem for me. I don't see it as a problem for me either. Your pitching's a problem for you. That's what that is. Well, the bullpen, bullpen's a problem too. We just you don't want to draw Philly right now. Pitching's not a
1: not a problem. We might be. pitchers back.
3: This, you first of all. Problem number one, you're probably not getting by Houston. Problem number two, you're probably, if you're a Texas fan right now, you're definitely rooting for the Diamondbacks. You don't want to, no one wants to play the big red wagon right now. Nobody wants them. Listen, I want
1: whoever they put in front of me. That uh, just give me whoever you got and let's see what happens. How heavy of a favorite right now are is Houston over Texas in the LCS? Do we have an idea? Houston over Texas in the LCS.
3: Yeah, let me go ahead and bring that up. We'll filibuster for a second. I'll hit the futures bet button but a Bada but a boom series betting. It is only Atlanta and Phillies up right now. Only Atlanta and Phillies, not the LCS. Why would that be up? Okay. Do they know that they probably don't know the pitching matchups yet?
1: Maybe, but I'm just curious about the series overall.
3: That's what I'm looking for. Why would they not have
1: this? That's weird. They've known it for a day now. Unacceptable. All right, let's try a
3: different sports book. Boom, boom, boom. We do a little filibustering. We talk while we work. Series price. I got game. Some of these books. I'll tell you, man. (laughs) Let's let's make it easy. Can we make it easy, please? Uh, Here we go. I got it for you. All right. How would you predict it? Series price, Astros versus Rangers.
1: I would say the Astros are probably a minus
3: 145 favorite. Wow, look at you. Minus 140. Really? Minus, minus 140, 140 for the Astros, plus 120 for the Rangers.
1: Yeah. yeah. Gotta lay it amazing. there.
3: Gotta lay it there, Mike.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Gotta lay it there, Mike. Listen. <laughs> probably uh, a joke only you get, but I'm glad you appreciate exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> Carlin versus Joe, Sirius Sirius XM, Channel 80, ESPN Radio. And, of course, on your smart speaker, what the Phillies are doing is absolutely fantastic. I am excited for this game later on today. Game four, which, by the way, right here on ESPN Radio, Phillies, Braves, 7.30 p.m. tonight. Uh... On ESPN radio, we have got Boog Shombi, Doug Glanville on the call, two of the very best. Excited for that. And of course, the big story last night was around Bryce Harper and what we saw uh, after his two home runs was stani- staring down Orlando Arcia. He, st- he stared him down twice. Here was Harper after the game.
4: Was there any motivation? I mean, anytime anybody says something, right? I mean. That's what it's all about. Did you enjoy staring him down? Yeah, I mean, I stared right at him.
3: Is that Eskin? <laughs> well, is that Eskin ex- asking that? That is the king, Howard Eskin. It sounds Eskin. like Eskin.
1: Yep, that is the king, all Howard right. Eskin. Getting right in there. Got to be yeah. a part of it.
3: First question, right to the drama. Don't want to hear about how anything felt. <laughs> well, right now we
1: turn for more perspective on this from one of the all-time greats. Harlan versus Joe
0: on ESPN Radio.
1: Kevin Millar joins us right now. We're having Poppy on next hour, David Ortiz. Before he was rich, he was an
2: average looking guy, okay? He's <laughs> not a tip below average looking. So then when he became rich, he, he said, I'm not good looking, but he would give the money sign. He said, But I'm handsome. So he's turned into a really handsome gentleman now, sharp dressed guy, since he's gotten wealthy. So you just tell him Millar said that you were a four before you got rich, and now he's a 10. <laughs>
1: So now we welcome in David Ortiz, the three-time World Series champion. You heard the words of Kevin Millard there just moments ago, Big Poppy. Your response.
5: Hey, Chris. Yo, what's happening, man? I'm telling you. I, I, I don't know when he's going to be over with that line. <laughs> I've been hearing <laughs> those, those lines for a long time. I mean, come on, man. You're you watching the man all suit up, all clean. You're going to continue with the line? Come on, man. It's time to give it up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Poppy is here on behalf of DraftKings. DraftKings customers can get a 25% profit boost to use on any MLB bet. All right. We were just talking about it. What did you see last night with the whole uh, Bryce Harper staring down Arcia? What was your whole impression of Mm -hmm. all of that?
5: To be honest we should. uh, I see a stay away from Bryce Harper. <laughs> Simple <laughs> as that. <laughs> Bryce Har- Bryce Harper is the man he been doing his thing for years. I mean Bryce Bryce Harper has been a superstar since he was like fifteen years old. I remember I remember uh we were playing uh Tampa Bay one time and he came to the stadium before we started our workouts and stuff like that, and he was eating biting practice. And we were in the clubhouse. And I'm talking about Bryce was like 15 years old, okay? And the whole talk was about him being drafted out of high school and this and that, and that he was going to be hitting on the field. And we all came down to watch, well, you know, the man of the hour, who, the kids that everybody was talking about. And this guy put up a show, like like he impressed me when he was 15. And let me tell you, you don't have guys impressing me every day in baseball. He impressed me when. He, so when I when I when I watch him doing what he's doing right now, don't poke the bear <laughs> because <laughs> that's what happened. They poked the bear, and the rest is history.
3: What is it? about Harper in these moments, these huge clutch moments that gives him the ability to do what he does where others can't. You were just like that. Watching you during your heyday, the clutch hit after clutch hit after clutch hit in the big spot. What is it about those moments? What is it you do to your body and your mind to be able to to come through in those spots?
5: What I see from Bryce, he had the ability to slow the game down when everybody's speeding it up. You know what I'm saying? So when you have the ability to do that, that's exactly what's going to happen. You're going to perform in a different type of way than everybody else. That's that's, that's when you separate yourself from everybody else. I, 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 people ask me that question all the time and I don't really have an answer for that. I just, I just used to live the moment I wanna be part of the moment. I couldn't wait to be on this moment. Because I, I I used to take it very personal. And 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 watching Harper, he's the same way. He 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 don't believe in tomorrow. He wanna execute it today so he can have it tomorrow. But if you are thinking about what's gonna happen tomorrow and you don't execute it today, tomorrow you're gonna be sitting at home watching everybody else. You know what I'm saying?
1: Huh. David Ortiz, three-time World Series champion with us. Just from your perspective in that spot, you step in the box. You want the moment. How are you able to separate yourself from everything surrounding you to excel in that moment?
5: Like I say, there's a lot of players that have the ability to slow the game down. Uh Remember, when you – get nervous when you put pressure on yourself, more likely things does not go your way, and that's the, the, the whole environment requires that, and that's why you see a lot of guys that they can't come through during the playoff. But that, being able to separate yourself from everybody else, plus, I always say this, playoff experience. When you turn those lights on during the playoff and you don't have the experience, I'm telling you, that makes a huge difference. I mean, if you look at the Baltimore Orioles, the way they played on the regular season, and then, boom, they walk into the stadium, they see the stadium jam-packed like they haven't seen it. It's a whole totally different game. You know what I'm saying? I would say this. The Baltimore Orioles, next year, with a playoff experience that they lived through it this year, they're going to begin to be more dangerous. But you have to live the moment. You have to live through it. If you look at the, the Houston Astros, they make the game look so, so simple by, by this time of the year. And it's because they've been there for the past seven years. They know what they're facing. I mean, they, they know what they're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? They know how to execute it at this time of the year. I mean, if you look at for example, a guy like Jose Abreu, who second half of the season he turned it on, right? Look at what he's doing right now than the player. Look at what he's doing. He's performing at the highest level like everybody said because he used to know how to take you to that level. You see guys that they have an okay regular season. Look at Al uh, kiri Yesterday he didn't have like a like a you know crazy regular season but he he had been in this situation, before he knows how to handle a business. Yesterday, 5.2 inning pitch, give up two runs, strikeout six. These guys, they know because they have been in this moment before. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Three
3: time World Series champ, David Ortiz, joining Carlin versus Joe here on ESPN Radio. You mentioned the Orioles, they're out. Uh, you work your way around. The Dodgers end up getting swept out of the playoffs as well. A lot of these teams that had great regular seasons end up fizzling out of the playoffs. They're going against good teams, obviously, but now that we've expanded the playoffs, do you think there's something to the fact that the good teams get the bye and they're off for a few days and maybe they, they tense up, maybe they, they they lose the momentum? Do you think that has something to do with it?
5: Yes, Definitely. <clears throat> That's why baseball is different uh, uh, like any other sport. In baseball, you had to stay on it 24-7. You can just get cut off in the break because that can be used against you. For example, who have a better offensive team than the Braves? Nobody. I mean, this guy, they lead, they lead pretty much on every category. And they can get a hit to save their life I said, right now. You know what I'm saying? And I, I blame that on momentum. I blame that on the break. You know, there's a lot of things that can go wrong. Even if you are a great baseball player, look at the Dodgers. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you when you think about guys like Mookie Bet, Freddie Freeman, those guys not executing, you will be like, what kind of baseball am I watching? Because you know those guys are used to execute over and over and over. But in short series, anything can happen. You can be... You can go off for twenty in a heartbeat. You know what I'm saying? Being one of the best uh, uh, hitter in the game because short series, that's how it goes down. So I, uh, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, down the road, what can possibly MLB do about uh, those five, six days off? Because it doesn't matter. I mean, uh. uh Playing similar game is not the same intensity than 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 just going at it, you know what I'm saying? And and I'm pretty sure that that change around your momentum. And if you, if you look at Arizona, Arizona, they 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 have a good ball club, probably not better than the Dodgers, but they have created momentum, and that's why they are unstoppable. right now, I mean, you look at the Dodgers playing against Arizona, and it look like. Arizona is playing against a double-A team. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it just it, 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 the momentum. The momentum pays a lot. All
1: right, last one. David Ortiz with us, courtesy of DraftKings. Customers can get a 25% profit boost on any MLB bet right now. Okay, uh, following up on the Millar comment earlier, uh, you're working with Burkhart, uh, A-Rod, Jeter, rank one through four handsomest to ugliest go <laughs> Hey
5: listen man I'll probably not be the right person to uh, do the ranking oh thing, don't cop out on but, me Poppy uh, do it come on I'm better I'm better looking I'm better looking than all of them just so you know <laughs> yeah. keep <skip> it away
1: <laughs> We appreciate it Poppy thanks for the time hey thank you guys. I appreciate it. David Ortiz, three-time World Series champion. He copped out on that one. I mean, come on.
3: Well, I mean. I want to hear him rank Jeter's, A-Rod fourth. Cheater's in the conversation. He's got to put himself in a tight spot. A-Rod, you got a whole thing going on there, but it's good. Good question, good line of questioning by you. Always I, the hard-hitting questions.
1: I try. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. Uh, somebody's got a message for us in moments, and we may need to uh, turn to your attorney skills on this one.
0: That's huh? next. This is the Carlin vs. Joe podcast on ESPN Radio.
4: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any
0: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Carlin versus Joe. Pizza money alert.
5: Pizza, pizza.
3: All right. Earlier today, we gave you the Broncos plus ten and a half Woof. Hopefully you like that one. Game number two in pizza money tonight. We go to baseball Braves Phillies. We're going to play under eight and a half runs. Phillies hit a million home runs yesterday. How can you possibly play under eight and a half runs? Two reasons. Number one, Spencer Strider is going for the Braves today. And even though he didn't win in game one, he looked very good against this team. I expect a very good outing based on what Philly did yesterday as well. It's not like you can maintain that sort of pace day in and day out. In addition... Because of what the Phillies got from Aaron Nola yesterday and Zach Wheeler in game two, they only needed six innings of relief work over those two games. Ranger Suarez is going to go tonight. I think they're going to ride him right up until they sense the slightest hint of danger. And then it's going to be on the bullpen to do what they did in game one when they beat the Braves. So an all-hands-on-deck sort of situation to close this out at, a, at, the, at the bank tonight. Bleah. All that said, it comes together to form one big, beautiful, under eight and a half runs wager for your pizza money here on Wednesday, October, whatever it is. 12. <laughs> I Carlin, so rarely know the date. I so
1: I, rarely know the date. I know. I've run into not knowing the day a lot lately. I don't know why. That oh, is. wow. The day. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday, I turned to my wife and said, what is this? Tuesday?
3: No. <laughs> <Wednesday."> <laughs> it's, really? It's Wednesday. Holy crap. You don't ask what is today or what today is. You ask what is this? What, yeah. what is this? I'm sure she looks at you and she goes, "Oh, I know what you mean, Tuesday." I think when she looks at
1: you, it looks at me. She thinks a lot more things than just that. <laughs> <laughs> Carla versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Uh, so just a little while ago, uh, we have our Hembo Hammer uh, each and every week at this uh, at you know quarter to two Eastern time. And we played the intro for it.
2: You must be here for the uh, trivia challenge.
1: Do you have the answer to this week's trivia question? Well, that, of course, was the voice of Moe the bartender from The Simpsons. Turns out Moe was listening. Not too happy. Moe was listening? Yes. What does that even mean? Moe was listening to our segment... When we were about to do that and heard his own voice, which he (laughs) interpreted as not not being uh, meant for this show. In other words, basically, Mo feels like we pirated uh, a piece of his uh, intellectual property for our own use. I might point out to Mo that Disney now owns The Simpsons, which we are all one family. But Mo was not thinking along those lines. And he
4: let us know that. Yeah, so not only is you guys, uh, illegally and immorally using my, uh, my vocal image there, but you just got me with a promoting trivia, which couldn't be like a worse waste of time endeavor that I don't know. They one time had me mentioned once and now you just repurposing it for some baseball nonsense. I hate baseball. I hate it. All right. It's boring. Plus, my my dad used to used to whack things in the house with a with a bat, and it was real loud. But I don't want to go into my childhood. Now you got me all choked up about my childhood. Don't use my voice no more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> got a little dark there with Mo for a second. <laughs> he really took himself through it. He really did, and apparently, we have upset him.
3: I love Apologies. the honking. I love the honking in the background. <laughs> You got What was Mo doing? Like Mo was, Mo was walking car? through the
1: streets of New York City with his uh, <laughs> earbuds in, listening the whole time, and locked in on the show. And uh, Mo was not pleased with that, and that message was sent to me from Mo.
3: There has to be at least somebody who walked by who was like, what the hell is this guy doing, having no idea, absolutely no idea what was happening or what would happen following that moment.
1: Well, all That's I can a- tell you is... You know, Moe's Mo's mantra, I think he has actually trademarked this prior to uh, Dion doing it. F around and find out. <laughs> Carlin, Much different context. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance uh, Thursday night. Football, And we have got a little bit of breaking news regarding Thursday night football next on ESPN Radio.
0: This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. is Joe on ESPN radio.
1: I'm not second guessing it or anything here. I'd like Stroud from the beginning. I'll just pat myself on the back and tell you that I thought he was the better player.
3: Was really hoping we could get that in there. That was that was your three and a half hours of radio today it was important to get that in there that you had Stroud over Young. Well, I get it. <laughs> just just want to make sure you know.
1: That's all. Hey, people don't have the best memories, so I'm just refreshing their memories. When I point that kind of stuff out. You're doing the Lord's work. I like to think so. And you know how he has rewarded me? How so? He has has made me. Fat and sassy and spoiled. That's right. Yes. You got it in. The streak lives. You're going to let me know when it's too
3: much. It never will be too much. Don't say that. If you were hitting it. Don't say that. if you Okay, you're right. Let me, let me backtrack here. If you were hitting it multiple times every hour, yes. If you're sliding it in once a show, I find that to be charming. Okay, fair enough.
1: What, uh, we haven't used this one very much, and we kind of should have after the other day.
0: You know, if we need to wristband it, we will. We haven't
3: brought that one back from <laughs> we Sean We need Payton. to save that one for when we're having a really bad show, a really bad segment. That one comes out like, look, if you can't get the words out of your mouth for that Granger read, we're going to wristband it for you. I'm pretty. (laughs) Oh, there it is. Did anyone see the big sneeze right there? Just shit. We weren't on TV. The big
1: walrus shiver. Yeah. No, I, I sneezed, but I let it out this time. The shiver is more when I hold the sneeze in, which I know you're not supposed to do. But as I said, I'm just trying to protect everybody else in the room from having to get a hazmat suit from the next time.
3: Is that is that an old wives tale or is there actually some medicine behind that where you shouldn't hold the sneeze in? I don't know. I, I but yet you shotgun it all over the radio like you do. My wife brings it up all the time
1: and she's <laughs> aggravated when I do it. Do you hold in sneezes a lot? in in company of others yes i do it out of just pure common decency because as i've said to you when i sneeze i look like a party favor (laughs) i i look like you know one of those things that you blow and it makes a noise and the whole thing comes out happy new year yeah exactly happy new year and it, it nobody needs to see that, and then I can't predict what's coming out when I sneeze.
3: Oh boy! <laughs> Do you have a lot of discharge with your sneezes? Generally, no.
1: But listen, uh, I'm an enigma. <laughs> I, I I I don't think so, but anything can happen. Anything can happen. Like in the car, it's happened. Where you look up and you you'll sneeze, and then all of a and sudden. You- Wait, what's that on the windshield? You yeah. got the wiper blades on and it's not going away? Exactly. <laughs> and then you get a little paper towel, you try to wipe it, and it, all it does is it just gets smudgy. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> I'm not trying to be disgusting. I'm just no, telling I, you what's happening.
3: No, you're being factual, and we appreciate that. We like the details on this show. We like to dive deep, and we like to get to the bottom of things. So thank you for that. That was well, necessary. Well,
1: I'm glad, I'm glad that I could deliver for you in that <laughs> way. Breaking,
0: breaking news.
1: Travis Kelsey expected to play tonight, according to Adam Schefter and according to TMZ Sports. Breaking breaking news. Taylor Swift is expected to be in attendance this evening.
3: Here we go. So we got another one of these, huh? So what are we supposed to do here? we Are supposed to react to this? Because it seems like people tend to get really mad if they're tuning in for the game and they show her too much, but they're showing her because of the same reason The Super Bowl halftime show isn't Metallica, right? Like football fans every year when they hear, all right, halftime show's Rihanna, everyone gets all banged up. When Super Bowl halftime show isn't for the diehard football fan, they already know you're watching. They're trying to appeal to the casual fringe fans who might be at a Super Bowl party but might not necessarily be interested in the sport. When Taylor Swift was at that Sunday night game against the Jets, it was the same night that a bunch of people in my neighborhood here in Las Vegas were having, like, a big party out in the street. Like, the neighborhood got together. We had a a fire. The kids were making s'mores. Everyone's running around. All the moms are talking about Taylor Swift. So my neighbor puts the game up on the side of his house with a projector because the moms want to see Taylor Swift. So obviously there's an appeal here. I just don't know how I'm supposed to react to this. Like, she's going to be there tonight. I'm busy trying to win bets. It doesn't yeah. matter to me. Is
1: no, it rude but, to say that? Is it rude to say I don't care? No, it's not rude to say you don't care. Just don't pay attention to it. I like don't. It happens, I see it. I just keep moving. Exactly. That's fine. Listen, it's very clear what's going on here. Whether or not they're actually dating for real is inconsequential. Okay. <laughs> What's going on here is this is somebody that is so big that she turned down the Super Bowl halftime show. She turned it down. And the league wants to be in business with Taylor Swift. That's why when she starts dating Travis Kelsey, they're going to roll out the red carpet, do everything they can. They're going to urge networks to give free commercials and promos for the movie coming out. They are trying to make nice with Taylor Swift because they want to be in the Taylor Swift business. Everybody does right now. It's red hot, and you can't tell me that this is not guiding or aiming towards something much larger, whether it's a Super Bowl halftime show or whatever it is. They are clearly trying to do everything they can to get in her good graces.
3: I can tell you how this ends. You want to know how this ends? Yeah. In the upset of all upsets, it's Kelsey who writes the breakup song about her. <laughs> he's going to feel that he was used, that she used him to get to the NFL's audience for all the free publication for this movie. And he's going to write the song about her. And then we're going to have a good old fashioned song off on our hands. Yeah. I, That's uh, the dream, right? I, That's the dream. That's where we are. America. America. Welcome to October of 2023. Travis Kelsey is going to write the breakup song about Taylor Swift. Just, just once. I would like to be in the
1: position where somebody, you know, just wants to use me to get some shine. Oh yeah, (laughs) just just once. You ever use you to get to get Rutgers tickets? Nothing like that. That happens when we're good. But right. like you know that's that's what am I getting out of it like I got to get some shine
3: back myself Oh tr- you, uh, sh- uh, so uh, an exchange of shine Yes because that's, that, what that's not is. what that is. That's just you giving out tickets. You get nothing. No, that, that's be... people
1: coming and just using me. That I'm used to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got any postseason baseball connections? Yeah. Let me just reach into my big bag of tickets drawer and pull out some LCS for you. Do that's you what i like got. It,
3: do you like to be on the plate or just off the plate by a row or two?
1: Because I got everything. Well, yeah, exactly. I've got it all here for you right now. And the best ones, the best best ones are the ones that reach out and ask, hey, can you get me some tickets for whatever and it'll be for something pretty big and I'll get the tickets and they will be free of charge and they will ask where are the seats? (laughs) The seats are in the free section. The section where you are not paying. You know, I had that happen one time with the Super Bowl. Where I got some, you got someone Super
3: Bowl tickets, and they had the audacity to ask where the seats were. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Do you still converse with this person? Uh, Yeah, I do. I do.
1: They realize the mistake of their ways. Well, is it your wife? Because if it's your wife, she can ask. Uh, No. (laughs) No, it's not. Hey, Joe, from superchargers, exhaust kits, and more, eBay Motors has over 122 million parts to keep your ride or die alive. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
3: I love it how you end the bit, and then you just go, hey, Joe, and you launch to the read like oh oh do i need to hear that <laughs> you, you do
0: I, I don't know what your situation I love is it. I was, maybe I, you I need a
3: carburetor
0: <laughs> thanks for listening to the carlin versus joe podcast on espn radio you can listen to carlin versus joe weekdays from noon to 3 eastern on espn radio the espn app and on sirius xm channel 80 you can also watch and listen on the espn app the carlin versus joe podcast